For the 32nd straight year, Bemidji's Take a Kid fishing event has gone off without a hitch. Beautiful weather, except for a little bit of wind and a lot of fish caught, and 100-plus kids having a great day on the water. As always, I went out to the Take a Kid Fishing Fish Fry, chatted with some kids, and found out how they did. You are? Sam Mouse. And you are? Edward Frelick. Now, you guys were with Tracy Pogue today, correct? Yeah. Now, have you fished before? Yes. How about you? Yes. Okay. Now, you guys apparently had a really, really good day. Is that true? Yes, I had an awesome day. So tell me about it. Well, yeah, it, it, since today, I'm, before this, I've never caught a walleye, and he, he wanted to go up on Red Lake to catch the big walleyes, and so I, I caught the first fish of the, fish of the day. It was a, nine, it was a 19, 19 inch walleye. That's a nice walleye. Yeah. How about you? What happened for you today? I mean, I caught 10 walleyes in one pike, except I caught the biggest walleye out of all of us. It was 21 inches. Okay. And it was a fun day. 10 walleyes? Yes. How many total walleyes did you get? I also got 10 walleyes in one pike. I, um, I, I, and my pike, it was huge. It was 30 inches. Wow. That's a big that's a big pike. How long did it take you to reel that in? A while. <laughs> Have you ever been on Red Lake before? No, this is my first time. How about you? Same here. I haven't been on there out there before. That's a really big lake. It is. Yeah. Did it kind of feel like you were in the ocean? Part of it, yeah. <laughs> because you couldn't see the other side, but then when you got in the middle of the lake, you you could see part of it. Then you were saying, "Oh, it's the end of the lake." <laughs> So, um, have you been in Take a Kid Fishing before? No, this is my first time. What'd you think? Great. Yeah? So you'll be back next year? Probably. How about you? Been in Take a Kid Fishing before? No, th- this is my first year, and, and I really want to go back next year. I- I'm-, I'm really going to do it next year. So you-, you have fished before, but obviously you haven't had a day like this before. No, I haven't had a day like this before. How about you? Have you fished before? Yeah, but this was probably my best fishing day ever. Well, now, let, did, did you bring him in yourself? Did you did you put the bait on? Did you do it all? No. It was, we were trolling, and it just reeled in, and okay. finally got back. Did Tracy have to pull the fish off, or did you pull the fish off? He had to pull the fish off. <laughs> okay. How about you? Did you do any of the bait or anything? Uh, uh, well, I, I, I was reeling him in, but he, he had put the lines in the water and took them off because he, he put the really sharp hooks on, and he didn't want to see it cut. So, yeah. How many times a year do you normally get to go fishing? Uh, about maybe like, well, last year I only went fishing like a couple times, but, but when it, when I, when I, when it's like a good year and my parents really want to take me fishing, probably about a dozen or so. How about you? I mean, probably like, I don't go fishing that much, probably like six, but I want to go fishing more now after that. (laughs) Mostly after like... Did I, did I hear you got uh, some rods and reels and stuff, too? Yeah. We got rods and stuff and from just that everybody got, but we got rods, and I know we saw a few people walking out with rods. Yeah? Yeah, we got, me and, we and Edward both got a rod. Yeah, we, we, we got some tackle from the workers at Westwind, and, and, and we, we also got a freezy pop at the end of the day. So any of your friends who've never been fishing before, never been to Take a Kid Fishing, should they come to Take a Kid Fishing? Yes. Yes, they really should. It's a blast.
Thanks, guys. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. All right, Take a Kid Fishing continues. We have more kids who are out on the lake today. What's your name? My name is Julia Frenzel. And you are? Isabel Renicky. So who are you out fishing with today? Bill Kane. What would you think? Um, I had a lot of fun. How about you? I had a lot of fun, and it was fun catching the only walleye. Catching what? The only walleye. Oh, you got the only walleye. Yes. What lake were you guys fishing on? We were fishing on Lake Bemidji. And uh, do you guys have you ever been fishing before? Yes, I have um, a few times. How about you? I have only on red and once on black duck. Okay. Um, so how how'd Bill do? Is he pretty good? Yeah. Does he know anything about fishing? Yeah, he's <laughs> been it for thirty-two years. Oh, he told you all that, huh? Yep. So uh, I hear that you guys handled everything. You caught the fish. You pulled them off the line. Everything. Yep, we did. And you put the bait on and everything? Yes, we did. You know, there's a lot of boys who aren't even doing that. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty good. And, and uh, have you, were you at Take a Kid Fishing before? Uh, no, this is my first year. How about for you? This is my first year, too. Are you going to be back next year? Yes. How about you? Yes, I will, definitely. I had a lot of fun. Um, did anything happen that you didn't expect that you thought, Wow. Um, not really. Just a beautiful day on the water. Yeah. So, for all your friends who haven't ever done this before, should they come to take a kid fishing next year? Yes. I think they'll enjoy it a lot. Me too. I think they'll enjoy it a bunch. Thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Up next, we will hear from one of the committee members of Take a Kid Fishing. Christina Regas joins us. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. For 32 straight years on a Wednesday in June, 60 or so adult guides have taken 100-plus children fishing. It goes off without a hitch every year, even when the weather's bad. Yesterday, that was not the case. We just heard from some of the kids involved. And while I was at the Take a Kid Fishing Fish Fry that wraps it up at Lake Bemidji State Park, I also had a chance to talk to some of the guides, including this one. Now we check in with Christina Regas, who has... I don't know, are you the, Are you totally in charge now? No, I'm never in charge completely. <laughs> uh, no, just stepped up a little bit more so Bob and Joe Clayton can step back. So what got you involved with this? Uh, originally, my husband used to guide back in the late 90s. Um, so I've always been to some guides meetings until he stepped back and wasn't guiding anymore. So then when we moved up to Black Duck, and there's such a great group of people up there that are guides and volunteers, we figured now is the time I can actually start doing something. So for the last four years since we've moved up there, I've been able to help out. Yeah, that's the one thing we got to clarify. We always talk about a Bemidji's taking a fishing event, but really, there is a huge... County. It is Beltrami County. The whole county, absolutely. It's the whole Bemidji... Beltrami County area everywhere and the guides take these kids not just to Lake Bemidji but every lake in the in the county yes and sometimes a little beyond yes <laughs> I've I've known some people to go all the way up to Upper Red I've known some people to go to Lake of the Woods that's ridiculous but you know I mean if the fish are biting there you might as well take the kids there too and as you were noting, not just you, but there is a huge core of people in the Black Duck area that have been involved with this as a volunteer effort for many years. Yeah, from day one, Milo Barkley, Bob and Joe Clayton, Jim Joy, and I'm probably missing a ton of people. But yes, um, all the people from Timberline Sports, um, 
have always been great um, contributors to the organization. Um, I'm probably missing a ton of people, Kev, but yeah, that whole area is just, and there's a lot of guides that come out of that area too. So how did year 32 go? I think year 32 went really good. Um, last Friday we had about 101 kids. We had a few drop out. Uh, it was up from last year, so anything, anything's a success as long as we get kids. Well, you know, and I, every, t- every time I talk to kids, this year, no exception, I've never heard a kid say, well, that was boring. No, and even my son went this year, and, you know, he was not bored. No, it's a, it's a great opportunity. It's an absolutely free day. Uh, I, I don't know why every kid doesn't do this. I agree. I agree. I wish I could get more people, and I hope to see more people as the years keep going. What about, um, you know, I mean, you're, you're one of the, I guess, uh, newer volunteers. Is there, is there a whole core of new volunteers? There is. There's a couple new people that are guiding this year. There's a couple of new people that have stepped up to be on the committee to help with our solicitations and our help with our donations. Brian Mustinen's part of it. Uh, Bob Potter's been our lead guide for a long time. Uh, oh, boy, I'm again, I'm probably missing a bunch of people. But, yeah, um, between committee volunteers... It's just nice to see fresh faces. One of the things that used to happen when I was first involved in this is I would be down there for this opening ceremony, and every guy and every kid was there. And now these guys are so into it, they're picking up kids like at 7 o'clock in the morning and getting out there right away. My kid got picked up at 7 this morning, <laughs> which probably explains how tired he is now. So he had... Glad she had fun. <laughs> so, yeah, 7 o'clock, some of them get early. Some of them start at 10. Some, some of the kids can, can actually handle a full day. Some of them can't. So, and, you know, the nice thing about it is we get a lot of um, parents. They get in contact with the guides and vice versa so that they're okay with their guides picking them up in a different place and bringing them to a different lake. That gives those kids more time to fish in a different area. I mean, this has been so successful. I mean, you don't want to reinvent the wheel, but any thoughts on what might change in the future? I think we have a couple things up our sleeve, some advancements to our website. We've had some requests for online registration, uh, making some things like that a little bit easier, partnerships with the Bemidji Area Chamber. So we're looking into a couple of things for next year already. All right, Christina, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Thanks, Kev. Always appreciate your support. Thank you. I also had a great conversation with a person who's been part of this event since day one, Dwayne Peterson. Not only did I talk to him about Take a Kid Fishing, talked to him about the upcoming Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. He's a former champ with his son Travis, and he'll be participating again. And we took a look at the fishing scene overall. That'll be tomorrow on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy Lake of the Weekday once again. We're checking in once again with Gary Barnard, the area fisheries manager out of the Bemidji office. We're going to Big Turtle today, and boy, Turtle is right in the middle of the Turtle River chain. And Gary, there's so many cool things about that. First of all, Turtle's a great lake. Second of all, you can get to Little Turtle, you can get to Moville, and uh, a few other lakes from there too, correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Big Turtle's probably one of the more popular lakes in the Bemidji area. Um, and it's like you say on the chain. You can move from one lake to the next. It's it is the only access to get into Mobile or Little Turtle. So everybody that goes there has to access through Big Turtle to get to those. Okay, and it's a it's a lake with a lot of fish in it. Uh, I have a friend who has really gotten into bass fishing there, and uh, there's been a pretty solid number of smallmouth reports on turtle the last few years. 
Yeah, they're really coming on in there. And, uh, you know, it was uh, a, a number of years ago we were starting to hear just the occasional report of smallmouth. We knew they were in Beltrami, and they were pretty well established in there, which is downstream of it just a bit. So uh, we figured they were coming. And uh, now in our more recent surveys, we're sampling them pretty abundantly and actually did uh, some electrofishing work out there to target bass. And um, the smallmouth are, are firmly established in the lake and reproducing. They're probably about uh, four to one now largemouth per smallmouth sampled um, so that's a that that's probably going to increase our electric fishing is probably a little more selective for largemouth anyway because okay. they tend to be a little shallower and the smallmouth might be offshore some so they may even be 50 50 in their true ratio right now wow it's a great walleye lake too tons of walleyes in there Oh yeah, a real good one. Um, it does, you know, the the turtle chain with uh, with the river system does get reproduction, but we also do some supplemental stocking in there. So every other year, get some fry stocking, and it does well. Um, the 2017 assessment had walleyes at over nine per gill net, so very good population there. What about the crappies, bluegills, other panfish? Um, coming on well, uh, the whole chain is getting, um, more and more bluegills and, and, uh, it's no secret anymore. Um, but, uh, they're, they're getting a lot of bluegill fishing. Uh, crappie do very well in big turtle as well. There's some, some nice, uh, deeper water out there that, uh, uh, some good habitat for them and a good solid, uh, shoreline for spawning. So, uh, um, very good panfish fisheries. Um, we, we didn't sample high numbers of crappies. They they can be uh, vulnerable to the netting some years and not other years, and and some of that's just the cycling of the population as well. Plenty of northerns in there. Um, I noticed that uh, though an average size of two and a half pounds, and for a lot of lakes, that's a pretty good average size. Yeah, it's uh, it's got a pretty good pike fishery now. It it does have the twenty four to thirty six protected slot that's uh, throughout the uh, Turtle River chain. That's been in place since two thousand three, and um, we've seen some improvement out there from it. Um, a lot better size distribution. More uh, more of that distribution is filled out from twenty six to thirty four inches now than uh, what we'd seen in the past. So. Turn it into a, a better quality fishery, and maybe starting to see a, a decline in abundance from that. So that's a, those are all good things. Worth noting uh, that, as you noted, the twenty-four to thirty-six slot that is a special reg, and that remains in effect this year, even with the new walleye regulations. That that is still the rule on turtle. Yes, it will be on on turtle and all of the lakes in the chain except Campbell Lake. That one was dropped a number of years ago. Okay, you know, um, uh, very. Uh, you noted it's a very popular lake, a lot of people fishing it, a lot of people living on that lake, a few resorts. Uh, I'm sure it's getting plenty of pressure, but seems to be able to handle it. Yeah, it does. It, it gets the pressure. Um, these lakes are pretty productive, and, uh, again, they, uh, the the chain itself helps a lot there in that uh, fish can migrate from one lake to another. So some that maybe get a fish a little less are, are uh, maybe a little bit of a refuge as well. So, But uh, it certainly does get a fair amount of fishing pressure and that, that walleye population is doing well anyway so it uh, seems to be sustainable it's got some islands some points so you know a lot of different structure in that lake it looks you know, i look at the, the map there's a lot of lines in there so um, all of that bodes well for as we noted earlier the the strong walleye numbers 
Yep, that good structure, good habitat. Uh, one of those islands towards the south end there is actually a, a fisheries aquatic management area. We were able to purchase that a number of years ago, and uh, that was a nice acquisition there. Um, it provides protection around the island, the habitats, but it also provides a place for the public to access. They can pull a boat up there for a picnic or if the kids want to swim a little bit or something, take a dip. So a little public land there right in the middle of uh, of Turtle Lake to enjoy. Nice. Uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, and then, of course, we, we noted that you can get you into Little Turtle, and I know Little Turtle people don't like me to mention this, but there's a lot of good panfish crappie and things in Little Turtle, too. Yeah, that's been a good uh, good panfish fishery for quite some time, and uh, you know, like you say, some of the locals knew about that would sneak in there and get them, and uh, it's it's spreading through the chain a little bit, so maybe it's taken a little bit of the pressure off a of little turtle lake. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a nice little place to get out of the way. You can just uh, you can run your boat right through the channel under Highway 15 there and get in. Uh, it's not a long boat run at all. One of the things we, uh, I know you're paying very close attention to on turtle is uh, the aquatic invasive species situation. What do we have going on over there? Well, yeah, it's uh, big turtles kind of notable in the area, too, because it was the first place we've noticed starry stonewort, which is an uh, invasive algae species. It was found there at the Axis in 2016, and uh, we made quite an effort there to try to... Uh, you know, knock it out because it looked like it was pretty well uh, limited to that area. Um, it it's pretty persistent. Um, there was chemical treatment done and some uh, uh, mechanical removal as well, but it it's still there. We haven't eradicated it, but it hasn't spread much through the system yet. So we're hoping we kind of contain it yet. But uh, um, you have to be careful around that access because when you're leaving there, you could be transporting that stuff. Um, I know we talk about being careful at all the accesses, but be particularly careful out of the uh, big turtle access. What does a starry stonewort do? Well, it's uh, it's similar to uh, Cara, which is a native algae, but um, this tends to grow in in much denser mats when it you know, it finally takes off and becomes established and. Um, it uh, it outcompetes some of the native vegetation when it uh, when it can overtake them. Um, we do have you know pretty good um, healthy aquatic habitats up here, so invasives don't do quite as well when they have to go into that. They they do better in disturbed environments, which is probably why it took root to, at the axis um, so easily. Um, so again, it's kind of a uh, an example where you, you want to take care of the natural environments that you have so that the the natives don't have a place to to take root okay uh outside of that everything uh, looks great for turtle lake though yeah it looks good it's a uh, it's one of the better lakes again as i say it's uh it's got a nice uh rich species diversity out there and uh, um plenty of plenty of fish for there well, those of us who live in Bemidji know exactly where uh, Big Turtle is, but for those who might be coming in from out of the area want to check it out, uh, What's how do you get to the actual access? Well, the access is just straight north of Bemidji on uh, Irving Avenue or County 15, whichever you want to refer to it as. But it's about 10 miles north, and uh, you'll see it just on the right-hand side. You'll see the lake as you're going north on Irving, and uh, the access will be on your right-hand side. It doesn't get much easier than that. No, easy to find and pretty nice lake to fish. Some of the, 
Some of the lakes I choose, we, we've got to take about 16 turns to get to the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, describing how to get to some of them, I'm not sure I can find the way there. <laughs> okay. Big Turtle Lake, it's our Lake of the Week, one of the best in the area. Gary Barnard from the Area Fisheries Office in Bemidji joining me. Thank you, Gary, for your time today. Okay, thanks a lot, Kevin. Hey, don't forget to check us out on the web, kbunsportsradio.com. Click on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country for all the archives and more. We're also on social media, Facebook and Twitter, and you can subscribe to the podcast as well. Just go to podcastone.com or iTunes. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. M-F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan Country.